Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Change your vehicle's oil before your summer road trip and save money now with Pennzoil and O'Reilly Auto Parts. Right now, get five quarts of Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic for just $22.95 after mail-in rebate. Save money and protect your engine against sludge and wear with the synthetic oil change. Stop by your local O'Reilly Auto Parts today or O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hello again, everybody. Welcome to Gamecock Central Radio. Emerson Phillips with Wes Mitchell for a recruiting update today. Wes, the Gamecocks had a couple of other on-campus visitors this past weekend, and we'll have more this coming weekend, and that'll be the final weekend of official visits before National Signing Day next Wednesday, February the 1st. But a bit of bad news for the Gamecocks over the weekend here, Wes. Gamecock recruit and commit Hamza Nasraldeen, four-star defensive back from Concord, North Carolina, flipped his commitment to Florida State over the weekend. Yeah, he did. Did and uh, you know a, a blow to South Carolina's class certainly is someone that um, you know we've been tracking for a long time because of this possibility and you know uh, he he had a good time on his official visit last week but I, I thought it was a bit of a red flag when he didn't shut things down after the visit you know he had given every um, indication uh, you know to the staff that that was what was going to happen but uh, he publicly did not shut things down and not you know, sort of want to end his recruitment, which I, I thought was a big red flag there. Um, and, and obviously proved to be, uh, you know, Jay Graham, the former Gamecock uh, running backs coach, who also um, was a, a guy that spent time at Tennessee, but also most importantly is a Concord, North Carolina uh, native and a Concord um, Hall of Famer. He was recruiting Hensa for Florida State. Uh, you know, has has stayed on him regardless of his commitment to South Carolina. Has worked that thing to the end. You know, I think there were some things working against South Carolina where, you know, even I think National Dean himself, for much of the process, has wanted to go to South Carolina, but has had some some outside forces sort of wanting him in other places. So I, I think that there's a situation not not really where you could say South Carolina did anything wrong. You know, they. They've recruited him extremely hard. They haven't let up even when he was, you know, even when he committed. But at the end of the day, you know, that, that's sort of recruiting for you. West fans have a tendency to overreact when a high-profile prospect like Nazareth Dean flips at the last minute, and that's basically what happened here. Although, as you said, if you've kept up with the situation, it's not a real shock that he did flip to Florida State because his family's close with Jay Graham, the Florida State assistant, and Florida State had kind of been lurking in the background here for some time. So talk about, in a broader perspective, Wes, uh, you know, Nasraldine was never expected to commit to South Carolina in the first place, so that in and of itself was a win for Gamecock football, and I think it speaks to how hard Will Muschamp and the staff are working to go out and land the very best players that they can get. Well, you know, it's a situation where uh, I think um, the fans, it's easy to get caught up and, and, you know, think that, oh, this means, you know, the sky is falling and 
This means we're not getting Jemias Williams, too, who we'll talk about shortly. But, you know, the two things aren't even remotely connected at all. You know, they're both completely separate kids, completely separate recruitments. And, um, you know, with, with Nazardine, it's a situation where, um, you know, South Carolina did everything they could, and at the end of the day, it just wasn't enough. And I, I think if there is one positive, it's that he did it right now. Yeah, it's, you know, close to signing day. But South Carolina has such a numbers crunch um, as far as making sure they have room for everybody. He really would have messed them up if he would have led it all the way up to National Signing Day and then flipped the Florida State. You know, at the very least, um, you know, short of them getting back in it with him and him reconsidering the commitment to Florida State, uh, which, you know, crazier things have happened but probably doesn't seem likely, Short of that, at least now they know from a numbers perspective that that spot um, is available for someone else, which uh, you know was, was going to be something leading into National Signing Day where they they the numbers are so tight they they're going to have to make some difficult decisions. So I think this helps in that in that regard, and um, you know uh, it, it's a loss. Don't get me wrong. Anytime yeah. you anytime you lose. A guy that's that talented, it's a loss. But I think it's more of a long term where you say, well, you know, that's the guy that's going to come into the program and have the potential to be an NFL guy. It's a long term loss. Short term, you know, I, I don't think that. You know, some people are like, well, this kid was going to start right away. I don't really even know if that's the case. That, that's why they brought in the JUCO guys. That's why they got Keyson Nixon. That's why they got Caleb Chalmers. That's why they're chasing Mike Hughes. Those are more the short term elusive solutions where Hanson Agildine was more of a, you know, comes in, gets a feel for things, and then maybe starts his second year or plays his second year type guy. So um, to me, it's one of those things where it's never a good thing to lose a kid like that, but it's also not a program killer or anything of of that nature. Yeah, you know, Nazaldine simply changed his mind, and uh, I don't think you begrudge any young man for doing what he feels is in his best interest. So I know a lot of Gamecock fans are frustrated with the fact that Nazaldine flipped over the weekend after making a verbal pledge to South Carolina, but nothing's official until signing day, and he's got every right to change his mind. And that's the nature of recruiting. That's the way it goes. Gamecock Central Radio here. Emerson Phillips with Wes Mitchell for a recruiting update today. We invite you to download the Gamecock Central Radio app. You'll find us on the App Store and on Google Play to subscribe to our Gamecock Central podcast. Search for Gamecock Central Radio on iTunes, SoundCloud, and other popular services, or just visit radio.gamecockcentral.com. Wes, let's move on to Jemias Williams, defensive back athlete from Lawrenceville, Georgia, a Gamecock verbal commit. He visited Athens over the weekend, 5'7", 172-pounder. Give us the latest on Williams, Wes. Yeah, well, you know, he's still going to take his official visit to South Carolina this coming weekend. I think they're going to be fine there. You know, you, you never know. I, I think coming off the Georgia visit, obviously, there's always a bit of a high towards the school that you just officially visited to. But the fact that he's still visiting South Carolina, the fact that he, um, you know, did not slip while he was in Georgia. Um, you know, and, and obviously there's going to be some, some positive feelings from the Georgia side of things. The Georgia staff is going to feel good. Georgia fans are going to feel good. But generally, you know, some of those feelings go away as, as a kid distances himself from an official visit. He'll be in Columbia this coming weekend. His best relationship is with Travaris Robinson. That's the guy that's been there from the very beginning, has had him as a top target from the very beginning. Um, 
you know, I, I think this is the thing where South Carolina will uh, bring them in. It's the last visit. National signing day is on Wednesday, and I think they'll have every opportunity to lock him up this weekend and um, spend the sign with the Gamecocks on Wednesday. That doesn't mean they're out of the woods. doesn't mean anything is a lock, as we know with these kids. They're teenagers. But at the end of the day, I, I think this one sticks. All right, Wes, the Gamecocks are also working on JUCO cornerback Mike Hughes, originally from New Bern, North Carolina, quarterbacked his high school team to a state title there in 2014. Spent one year at Chapel Hill after signing with the Tar Heels in 2015. JUCO cornerback Mike Hughes also being recruited by TCU, Auburn, and Ole Miss. 5'10", 170 pounds. Wes, uh, he was arrested in Chapel Hill, a misdemeanor assault charge when he was at North Carolina in 2015, and that may cause some problems for him uh, if he wants to transfer into the SEC. What can you tell us, Wes? Yeah, you know, I, I think the situation where it's just wait and see right now, South Carolina, uh, Mike Hughes and any other SEC school is waiting to see if he can get that waiver. Um, you know, a situation where he um, he did get in some trouble there, but we, we've seen that waiver be granted before, um, and it's just sort of a case-by-case basis. So they'll, they'll look at his case, they'll see um, the very specifics of, of how it went down, and, and, uh, and then go from there. But Mike Hughes, I think... Uh, Mike Hughes as a player, I have no doubt, is someone that can help South Carolina win games that um, would step right in and play. So right now it's just for, for Mike and for South Carolina, it's just about going through that process and finding out if he has that SEC waiver to go to an SEC school. Hughes, a player, Wes, he played defensive back, wide receiver, and punt return in junior college. So he does a lot of things and does them well. Oh, yeah, he's a... Uh, he, Talent-wise, man, this this kid is uh, is off the charts, and I you know I think we've got him ranked as a three-star guy. Um, to me, that's uh, that that's probably underrating him a pretty good bit. I think he's a four-star type talent. I think um, I think wherever he goes, he steps right in and probably starts right away. This is a big-time athlete. Um, you know, even in high school, he he had big offers, but I don't think his recruitment. I don't think he garnered quite the attention that uh, maybe he should have as far as being a priority for a lot of schools. So um, this kid can play. There's no doubt about that. It's just about it's just it's 100 at this point about whether he can get that waiver or not. Hughes was the number three cornerback in North Carolina coming out of high school, and he made the Shrine Bowl for the North Carolina team his senior year at New Bern, North Carolina West. What about uh, Chad Terrell, wide receiver from Dallas, Georgia? High-profile prospect here, four-star, 6'3", 205 pounds. He's a rival's 250 selection, had a big senior year at North Paulding High, over 1,200 receiving yards and 17 touchdowns. He's a Gamecock commit as well. Yeah, a, a guy that's already committed, um, you know, sort of finally getting his official visit out of the way. You know, it's a little bit strange timing, I thought, that he came in this weekend instead of, uh, you know, next weekend, but. Uh, they knocked it out. I understand he and his family came in and, and had a good time. Uh, and, uh, you know what, great kid, kind of a reserved, quiet kid, just sort of goes about his business. Um, and our, our guys at Rivals are actually very, very high on him. You know, they've got him, as you said, the Rivals 254-star guy. That's a little bit higher than the rest of the industry. But he, he had a huge senior year, was sort of the focal point of his school's uh, passing attack, put up big numbers. Um and you know what, I, I think South Carolina, if you look at their receiving class, uh, Ultra Smith, Shy Smith, and Chad Terrell, um, 
you know, I, I don't know how many, I don't know how they could have done much better as far as efficiently upgrading the talent there. All, all three guys um, are absolute talents that uh, should have a chance to play fairly early in their career. And, uh, you know, I, I think Chad's a guy that uh, can make a big impact at South Carolina. Chad Terrell, Wes, after he visited the Gamecocks this weekend, said that he was just here chilling and he was checking out his environment where he's going to be the next four years or so. So it sounds like he's firm with the Gamecocks, Wes. Yeah, very firm. Like I said, he, he's not hes not one of these kids who's, uh, you know, a kid of a, a ton of words. And he's not one of these kids that um, really too high profile or, or about any of that stuff. So he sort of uh, goes by his business and gets the job done. So I, I think those guys are always good to have in your program, especially when they're also 6'3", can run and can catch and have good ball skills. (laughs) Defensive end Aaron Sterling is 6'2", 260 pounds. He's from Tucker, Georgia. Wes, you said he visited Georgia and Tennessee this past weekend, and he'll visit South Carolina this coming weekend. Yeah, yeah, it's always um, interesting how, you know, sometimes these kids have to try to fit the official visits in at the end. And and like you said, to start the show, we're (laughs) – we're getting very, very close to the end of all this. So he actually, um, you know, I, I don't know many kids that have done this, but he did a Georgia on Friday and Saturday and Tennessee Saturday, Sunday. So, um, or, or maybe, maybe he went to Georgia on Thursday. He, he, either way, he basically did, he split the weekend hmm. with, with both schools. Okay. Um, so it was a little bit different uh, scenario than, than, most, than most of the time. So, but then he will, he'll be in South Carolina for a regular official visit just South Carolina this weekend. And you know what? I, this kid's a good player, too. I, I don't know if I quite um, realized at one time how good of a player he was. I watched some more of his film this week. Uh, he was at one time committed to Alabama. I think that says something, obviously. If you're committed to Alabama at any point, you're a pretty good football player. And uh, he did great the Under Armour All-American week. Um, sort of has been looking at Georgia, South Carolina, Tennessee the hardest, I think. But um, South Carolina has been in great shape here from uh, for, for actually months. So, uh, you know, it's kind of one of those things where as long as the official visit goes well, which they rarely don't, um, then I, I would expect them to end up with South Carolina. And, and Phil's a need. Obviously, they need pass rush. Obviously, they need defensive linemen. Um, you know, my, my expectations for him – have sort of gone from being a guy who's a really good player that could help in a, in a couple of years to, to maybe being someone that can help on the pass rush right away. So uh, he, he would be a big get for South Carolina if everything goes to plan this weekend. All right, one more prospect to talk about today, Wes, Devontae Wyatt, defensive tackle from Decatur, Georgia, 6'4", 298. We talked about him last week. He's a Georgia verbal commit. He visited Athens this past weekend, and um, – you know, the Gamecocks, he has said that Columbia feels like home. He likes South Carolina, but he is a Georgia verbal. What's the latest on Wyatt? Yeah, um, you know, and I, I will uh, encourage everyone to, to check out Chris Clark's article on the front page right now of Gamecock Central. He just talked to Devontae. Um, so I, I don't want to spoil Chris's work there, but he, <clears throat> you know, he uh, took the visit to, to Georgia this weekend after taking a visit to South Carolina last weekend. and. You know, again, if you want to sort of compare it, it's sort of like when uh, when Hamza Nazarene took his South Carolina official as a Gamecock commitment and didn't sort of firm everything up at the end. Well, Devontae Wyatt took his Georgia official visit this weekend and says everything is still 50-50, didn't firm everything up. So, um, 
you know, the South Carolina visit went very, very well last week. So he's sort of looking at this thing. He's saying he's 50-50 going into a final national signing day decision. I think that actually bodes well for the Gamecocks. Um, and to me, you almost have a situation here where it feels like, Emerson, it feels like you have a kid who on one side is just simply more comfortable at South Carolina with that program and the coaches versus the pull of stay home, you know, and and be a Georgia Bulldog because that's what you're supposed to do if you're a Georgia prospect. So it's going to be interesting there to see which side wins out. But, um, you know, I, I know everyone is upset about Hanson Agile and stuff like that and um, says things that, you know, sort of overreacts. But I, I think on one hand, you want to look at this staff's recruiting prowess Look at the job they've done with Devontae Wyatt, who Georgia clearly wants and Georgia is clearly after. And he's sitting here saying how comfortable he is at South Carolina with the South Carolina staff. So, um, <clears throat> to me, it, it feels like South Carolina can flip this kid. Uh, but you always wonder, does that hometown pressure uh, ultimately win out in the end? I, I think this, you know what, man, this, this could be one of those, like, the night of, uh, you know, night, the night of signing day eve or even signing day morning where this kid's just sort of, you know, going back and forth about where things are. All right, Wes, busy time of year for Gamecock coaches. Man, things are hectic leading up to signing day. We're nine days out from 2017 National Signing Day. It'll be next week, Wednesday, February the 1st. And I know you and Chris Clark pretty busy this time of year as well, Wes. We appreciate the time. Thanks for the update. Sounds good, man. We'll talk to you soon. All right, we'll come back Friday. we got more official visitors scheduled for this coming weekend. Can we come back on Friday and talk about them? Absolutely. We'll do it, man. All right, thanks, Wes. That's Wes Mitchell. I'm Emerson Phillips. Recruiting update today on Gamecock Central Radio. Thanks for being with us. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.